1: Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her and Corona. Fry her wrists. <laughs> my headphones are sliding <laughs> off of my head. You just gave me the best look. It was like, what is she doing? As if I haven't done this almost 200 times.
0: Almost. Well, it's been a while, I guess. It has been a while. And I just didn't know... Um, <laughs> I didn't know if we as a brand were going to go there.
1: Oh, we went. I took it there.
0: We mentioned I coronavirus. Took it there. And I'm sure we'll mention it again.
1: What other her could we possibly do right now? Honestly. Wait, cor- ca- corona. You got to really like a coron
0: her. <laughs> coronavirus. Virus.
1: <By Harris. laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways I can make this work, you don't even understand. Oh, yeah. If you remove if you all remove the, rules the rules of
0: language, <laughs> then
1: you can do whatever you, you want. You can
0: say anything. And that's
1: what I'm here to do. <laughs> <laughs> just do whatever I want.
0: Even um, though at times we've really encouraged you not to do whatever yeah. you want. Uh-huh.
1: Yep. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Did you have adults? Or just? Do you remember adults saying that? Yeah. Non jokingly mm-hmm. as a kid? Yeah. I remember being like... What do you think about that? I was like six and I was like... Because now
0: people like write articles about that. That's
1: malarkey. Right. Like that's not how the... I knew when I, I, knew when I was six that's not right. how the world works. Right. Like that's not... I do, I
0: think that sometimes people, it was like a, a little oversimplified. Hmm. You know, like someone was saying that to s- like simplify the conversation for their kid. Because they're like, yes, sure. I've, yes, I've made a mistake and said that bad word. And then apologize, but you shouldn't just because I said it that one. Don't mess up like I'm messing up. I don't
1: know. Usually it was like they were totally cheating at something, right? And I was just like, yeah, no, yeah. For the record, just FYI, it wasn't my parents that said that. That was not. Just in case anybody's getting this breaking news, yeah, (laughs) news flash. Just in case (laughs) you guys. That's what James
0: White said.
1: (laughs) My dad never said (laughs) that. My mom wasn't saying that. But I remember hearing adults saying, "Your dad does not." He's not that person. I
0: know. I could never imagine him saying that. No.
1: No. Well, by the way, hi. Yeah. My dad is James White because I'm Summer Yeager. (laughs) Her dad is Todd Friel (laughs) because she's Joy Tembe. If you're new to this joke, I'm really sorry. That's not really her dad. Yeah.
0: My dad's name is Dennis (laughs) Temby. There
1: we go. Um, And right now, I want you guys to know that Joy has her... She looks like a ghost. She (laughs) looks... She's nursing her six month old. Wait, have we crossed that line yet?
0: Yeah. Six she'll be seven she'll be so, seven not months. Seven a, yet. She'll be seven months in a few days. Yeah, I was about to say we're like um, all yeah. what day is it right now? Yeah. Today is the, the tenth, I think. Today is so the in tenth. four days. Seven months.
1: Oh my goodness. Anyway, she's she nursing she
0: doesn't just nicely sit under no. the nursing cover. She's not and, nursing eat peacefully. She's no. pounding
1: the mic. She's kicking Joy as hard as she can. <laughs> Like, towards the face. And she
0: has a blanket over her, so she looks like a ghost. <laughs>
1: she does. <laughs> really cute blanket, too, by the way. Yeah. But, um, Taylor Hogue got me this. It's a really good call. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, yeah. it's been a month since we've recorded. Yes. So, the last time we recorded, she would nurse and then pass out. Mm-hmm. She was not kicking you. Nope. And you could just set her on the table and she wouldn't go anywhere. Nope. And that is none of these gone things are, are true. The days and it was only a month ago yep everything
0: has changed so many things change at this age yeah in just a few short weeks it's pretty amazing like all the development that's happening i'm like fighting her he's she's literally fighting
1: her it's really great okay um Maybe we'll just put her <laughs> hey jojo she's crazy i know and she loves the microphone it's so sweet she doesn't sound like a cat anymore so she for a while there like if you were listening to sheologians occasionally it just sounded like there was a cat in the room but it was just georgia but now she's like saying actual like sounds like, hmm, I, ah. feel like
0: if, I feel like um if sheologians ever had like our own recording space uh-huh. i imagine i can imagine what it looks like right now and i feel like we'd have to have some sort of animal that lived in the sheologians studio right
1: 100 it would be a and cat. it would have to be a cat it would because be a cat
0: you can't just like
1: you can't leave a dog
0: <laughs> right yeah it's a, a cat different. would be like
1: get out i have a house by myself <laughs> i love and it And people come and give
0: me occasional attention and feed me right change my litter box
1: right well okay so for our listeners we're not getting a cat yet but yeah maybe we don't day. have our own recording space <sighs> apologia lets us record here <laughs> that's basically what is happening um so for those of you who are new, I'm Summer Yeager. That's my beautiful co-host Joy. Georgia is smiling at me so big. Georgia is the cutest six month old. So, Sorry, I'm trying
0: to get her to sit in her little
1: activity thing, yeah. but she won't sit. Do what you gotta do. And um yeah, we haven't recorded in a month. Um and you know, none of it was due to coronavirus. Right. <laughs> you would think, I think most people might have might assume that it's because for some reason our lives have been crazy because of coronavirus or something and that's not even the case. Thankfully we live in Arizona and our governor hasn't like shut our totally entire shut. state down yet. <laughs> she just spit it. <laughs> she me. did.
0: Um yeah, he's I think officially I mean we are like in a state of emergency here, but um it's like very impossible to right. like he hasn't he hasn't enacted anything that allows you to uh right like penalize right people who are unessential that are leaving right. their homes right i'm technically we're both actually technically essential because media. media he gave a lot of exceptions and he was nonprofit like, and religious yeah and he was
1: like everyone stay home except for and then he listed everyone yeah <laughs> like basically everyone yeah
0: he's like <laughs> well you know it's also important to get exercise outside right because I mean I'm sorry I know this is I'm not trying to be flippant about the coronavirus sure but this is
1: mm-hmm.
0: March and April are the Times to be, to be outside in Arizona. Arizona. One hundred Uh flowers, wildflowers, cactus flowers. It's in the seventies. Uh, this is low eighties. Yeah, breeze, clouds Breezy. without yeah. rain. It's amazing. Like this, this. I mean, there's a lot of nice weather. Yeah, in Arizona, mm-hmm. but like this is this is the time. If you've seen a nice picture of Arizona, it was taken during this time of yep. year. <laughs> yep, and so. I think he just knew he was like, I'm not gonna try to keep people inside. Yeah, no. But I do think, <laughs> I think in a lot of places, outdoor exercise is considered still
1: allowed. Yeah, people are getting but in with trouble social for crazy distancing things.
0: now. Luckily, Arizona is also a huge state, and if you you can right. go hiking in places and like see no, see no five one. other people,
1: <laughs> right? So,
0: how's that for social distancing?
1: Right. Right. But, yeah,
0: no, it had nothing to do with...
1: No. <laughs> nothing to do with coronavirus. It's really crazy how just everything, I feel like, happens so quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like one second I kind of knew about coronavirus being a thing. Yeah. And then the next second I knew, like, the entire world was changing. Oh, yeah. And that was crazy. But... That also happened when my entire world changed. Yeah. And my, that superseded. <laughs> it just so
0: happened, yeah, your personal <laughs> life was right. also bombarded.
1: Right. And I figure I have shared with you guys, and this is not private or anything, but the last time I recorded with you guys, hey, Jojo, you know, we were talking about, um, I've been waiting to move back to Arizona. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about that for two and a half years. Yeah. And so...
0: Um, there are probably listeners that didn't, that either didn't know you ever lived here. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> um, right. I get, I don't. Right. Some very, vari- or some variation of that. Something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, so we have been, my husband and I have been working for two and a half years to get back to Arizona. Um, and a lot of stuff had to go into that yeah and so i think yeah so the wednesday after i was here last to record he got the phone call um that he got the job here mm-hmm. that we were hoping for yep um so that was just incredible so basically like i woke up one morning and he was he called me i had just gotten out of bed and he was like are you ready to move to arizona wait how did he put it he goes do you want to move to arizona in 30 days and i was like well yeah <laughs>
0: and then coffee Only for the last two years <laughs> I hadn't
1: had coffee yet um so that was super exciting um and it's it's been crazy but then also that same morning was the morning that we found out that um our baby had passed away mm-hmm. so it was just like <laughs> so that yeah. day was like okay you're I remember you texted
0: me right about moving here yep And then like an hour later. Right. Cause I literally, I
1: had gotten up to go to the ultrasound. It was a routine ultrasound. It was the 12 week ultrasound routine. You know, we weren't obviously expecting anything. Um, So that, you know, I haven't processed all of that yet. I've only been, when did I get here? I've been here less than a week. I moved here a week ago today. Yeah, Drove down here a week ago today. Um, And so you know, the last month has just been crazy. I did not expect any of that, and, um, you know, I think at some point, and I'm not there yet because I had a DNC like ten days ago, but um, I think at some point I might have some more <laughs> helpful thoughts to offer. Yeah, <laughs> on miscarriage.
0: Well, but and when you like when you go through something horrible you don't have to like just push through to give people advice on the other sure. end. Right. That's not the only reason <laughs> right. that like God would allow right. something heartbreaking to happen, you know? Right. So
1: yeah, I'm just yeah. not there this yet. This just you isn't know? the advice hour no, I'm just, this time. Yeah. I am just explaining to you guys where we've been. <laughs> right.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: And it's not all bad. Um, I just, you know, at this point I feel like I'm just still processing all of that. It was not a simple. Um, no. It was not a simple miscarriage. Something miraculous was that uh, I ended up in the ER um, due to excessive bleeding, and that knocked me out. Um, it knocked me out. They didn't catch this is. They didn't catch how much blood I had lost. I don't know how that's possible, um, but I guess they took. They did a test on my blood before my blood could tell them anything. Okay. Because essentially what happened was yeah, I ended up in the ER. Um, I basically did all the bleeding you do after a miscarriage for like a month. I did it in like six hours. Um, And so at like hour four, we went to the ER. Because right. it was like this is That's not. That's too much. Something is not right here. Like I know you're going to bleed a lot, but it was. I wasn't bleeding a lot like right something very wrong was Mm -hmm. happening and so anyway obviously when I went to the ER they checked to see how much blood I had lost and like my number was a 12.2 and I guess normal for a woman is a 12.5 so they weren't concerned they were like oh you know this isn't you know that you're fine so a full week later um I had not been able to walk like I was literally bedridden. I every second of the day I could hear my blood whooshing in my ears like it was I had no energy. I couldn't think straight. Doesn't that stink when you like. I don't know. I'm not saying don't
0: trust doctors, but it stinks when you go in and you're like, I really know something's wrong. And they're like it's not they it's, told everything's me fine. everything was normal <laughs> you're like I would prefer it be normal right. but I'm telling you <laughs> yeah
1: and um so I go in to see my midwife for like a checkup and ultrasound and all that and they tested my blood that day and they were like no you're not fine like I was all wow. the way down to a nine at that point and that was a full week after I went right. to the ER, where obviously I'd been making, like, re-upping my blood. So right. I had lost a lot of blood. Somehow they didn't catch that. Um, I had lost more blood than, you know, you would... Want to? Is is okay. Right. Um, and I was extremely <laughs> anemic. And, yeah. So I don't know the science behind that. But all that to say, it was a really long process. I ended up meeting a DNC. Um, and I had... So... <laughs> I'm going to tell you this and this sounds fake, but I had the DNC last Wednesday and then I moved from Nevada to Arizona on Friday. Right. Um, and none of that would have been possible without, I mean, obviously my husband, but my mom, uh, she works for an airline Mm -hmm. and they're just offering people a month off. Right. Or they're offering people, you know, all kinds of stuff. And so, with everything going on with me and the move, my mom went ahead and took a month off and then she spent weeks in Nevada with my kids packing up my house. Right. And she made it happen. She made it. I couldn't, none of this could have happened without her. Um, my husband obviously as well. Your dad gets lots
0: of airtime on this show. Yeah. Your mom, my mom was the real superhero of this, this episode. She
1: really, (laughs) yeah, she really, um, she packed up my entire house, all my kids stuff. I it was crazy. So it was good to have her there especially cuz um Eric had to come down here and start his new job and yep. I couldn't get out of bed. Right. So it was and a lot.
0: Thank goodness we didn't have to have the kids pack.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: yes. Well cuz at one point I was going to come out too. Right. And then like you said everything with with COVID. Mhm like progressed so quickly it went from
1: went from this is a little sketchy to right.
0: don't leave your house well like <laughs> so matthew had planned some stuff for my birthday right and it went from like you
1: had a corona birthday like, oh i
0: hope i hope everything will be open and then he like called and he was like okay like it's still open it's still and then like two days later it was like nope everything's closed like everything's
1: nothing
0: done. yeah um <clears throat> so yeah it's 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 weird it's how crazy. it progressed.
1: My dad, he did. He flew up um, to Vegas because I I was not able to drive. Even just a week ago, I couldn't have driven. Yeah. Um, and so we had to get my car down here somehow. Right. Eric was going to have to drive the moving van. My mom had her car. So he flew up to Vegas so he could drive down. And he did use some miles, but his the total cost for his flight money wise mm-hmm. was $7 and yeah. some change. Well, and
0: he told me he told me that he flew first class. Yeah. Yeah. Because why not? Cuz if you can fly first class for $7, then Why wouldn't you? $7. Right?
1: I feel like I'm saying the most insane thing right now. No, that that is insane. Yeah. Like it's legitimately insane. But
0: also, you know what it tells me American <laughs> Airlines? It tells me that you can charge way less. Way
1: less than you do.
0: <laughs> now I'm not looking for $7 Granted, a lot of people are out of work. Right. <laughs> but that's what I mean. I'm not looking for $7. I'm not looking for uh, economic crash cheap.
1: Right. But
0: right. I just suspect. Right. I don't know. Or you could at least just have me up, like give me a free carry on. Right. Cause Something. you used to allow, I think Americans still might. There's a lot oh, of airlines American that does. don't give you a free yeah. carry on even anymore.
1: It's so janky.
0: Yeah. Anyway. But
1: yeah, so that's, where we've been Mm -hmm. um i do i wanted to make an announcement at the top of the show but now we've been talking forever um i wanted to talk about book club (laughs) yes so bad my book club people um yeah okay so we finished tactics um and that was a really good round um but our next book i have been excited about for a while i don't think i've told you about this Uh uh-uh okay So, this is the story of this book. Oh. Um, This lady on Twitter, my friend retweeted this chick, and she said something that just really stuck with me. Okay. And I was like, well, I'm following her, because that was the best thought that I've heard all year. Okay. Wow. And it was just basically, she was asking, like, her question was, what does a woman who is grounded in the word look like how is this woman different and then you know she had some thoughts obviously to add to that Mm -hmm. that were very helpful but what i've I've found myself in situations especially the past month asking okay how should my reaction to this look different being somebody who's grounded in the word how is this gonna look and that has helped me think through my reactions, my behavior, my moods, you know, all kinds of things. Um, well, turns out she is a writer. Okay. <laughs> and um, she is the most adorable, sweetest woman. She's adorable. I've feel like if we met in real life, we could be best friends. She has five kids. She's written for Desiring God. She has a blog. Her name is Abigail Dodds. And um, when I saw that she wrote a book, I was like, I don't don't even care what it's about. I'm buying it. It's $8 (laughs) on Amazon. um, Published by Crossway. And I was like, "This, I'm going to read her book. I don't care what it's about. If she wrote a book about bread, I would have read it. It'd um, probably be great. It'd probably be great. And actually, it's I, that popped into my head because she's been making uh, quarantine bread baking videos. Oh, okay. And is just really good at it yeah. and adorable. So anyway, we are going to be reading. And I, I really cannot... From what I have read of her blog and parts of this book, I... Think that this crazy quarantine time is a time for reflection and growth, and I really think this book is going to help with that. And um, she is clearly, 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 clearly very grounded in the word. And the book is called A Typical Woman. Um, Cool. So yeah, that's the book. It is so cheap, you guys. There's no excuse your book. not to buy it. I got yep. it for $8 on Amazon. I know Amazon's always changing their prices, but <laughs> we're going to make it. Even <laughs> if you had to pay the full 14 for it, I can already tell you it's going to be a great 14 dollars um, And so we are going to be starting this book ASAP. Um, follow us on Facebook. I'm going to give you more details about that and come read this book with me. So that is my book club plug. Cool. It's going to be so good. Just follow follow her on Twitter. I'm going to give you her Twitter. <laughs> You'll be so comforted. Speaking of $14.99, I have a couple happy thoughts. Oh, do you? Yeah. <clears throat> okay, listen. There is this iced coffee. You know about oh, this. I do. There is this iced coffee, and it is the best iced coffee in the whole world. Eric took a sip this morning. He doesn't even like iced coffee, and he was like, I would drink that. Oh, it is so good, and you can only buy it from the gallon. At how would you describe AJ's, like a boutique grocery store? Here, yeah, it's like a boutique, it's grocery like a store. high
0: end, yeah, grocery store, yeah. Um, I would never like go like grocery you shopping You can get <laughs> that's not a thing, like you can buy Doritos there, but they're going to be more expensive,
1: right? You can
0: also buy like prickly pear jam, and right, they have like specialty like I used to work in their bakery right but it's not called a bakery there it's called a boulangerie which is the French word for bakery (laughs) a
1: boulangerie Uh I'm so mad okay a boulangerie yeah no
0: yeah (laughs) they have like very like nice flowers I had a friend who like got her wedding flowers there okay yeah. So, you know, it's yes. not like your average, but they also have like a little gift section. Yes. And they sell like yeah. They papy- like expensive random... papyrus cards and yeah. stuff like that. So
1: it is like a boutique grocery. Yeah. Essentially. Yes. And the, oh, their flower section. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I forgot the potted plants. I yeah. forgot how big it was until yeah. the other day. Well, thankfully, they're still open and they're yeah. essential mm-hmm. because... I have been waiting to move back to Arizona to drink. T- so you can, they, they will sell you a gallon of their iced coffee concentrate. Yeah. And so it's, it is 1499, but it's right. two gallons right. of iced coffee. Yeah. So yeah, I don't feel bad. Um, and I, I mean, that's just...
0: like, I feel like that's pretty standard for what you'd get for less. Yeah. At Whole Foods. For like sure. if you got like a concentrate at Whole Foods. Yeah.
1: No, it's not a ridiculous price at all, but. My husband saw it and he was like, fourteen ninety nine. I was like, it makes two gallons. It's concentrate. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, okay. All right. That's fine. Cool. Um, so it's just the little things right now that are making me so happy. The fact that my drive here was 15 minutes. Right. Like, I know. I was going to
0: say, like, how was, it, how wasn't was even, it? It
1: wasn't even 15 minutes. It was less than that. like. I don't.
0: She stopped. She brought this. She brought Sheila. I picked this up lunch. Yeah,
1: and it it was less than fifteen minutes. Yeah, like the it was amazing. And then, one of the other things that's just really pulling me through right now, is that um, so my kids are not here today because Imogen is watching them, mm-hmm. and Imogen is um, Jeff's oldest daughter, and she was my babysitter the last time I lived here Right, (laughs) a couple years ago. And the the kids just love her so much and she loves them and it's super mutual and it's just like, it felt so good to leave them in the house with her. Just to know like, they've been waiting for this. They've been waiting to spend time with Imogen. She loves them so much. Like
0: they... In this moment, they're happier that she's there yes. than you are because right. it's like a treat.
1: It's a treat. And she is a treat. She, oh, yeah. Just her. Just anybody. Just hanging out with her oh, is yeah. great. Oh, yeah. But, you know, so it's been really an interesting month for me. But just like these little things of like my comfort iced coffee and Imogen and my 15-minute drive. And it's just like these little things are really helpful yeah with all this stressful I don't have right. internet at my house <laughs> like, yeah uh, my AC wasn't working until two days ago like it's been wild um but we are almost unpacked completely yep I have two boxes left that's I mean I've worked really hard thank you no internet <laughs> yeah <laughs> no kidding I can't stand having boxes everywhere people are like saying it's amazing that I did it so fast but honestly I couldn't live I feel like I usually with boxes I
0: mean the last time I moved it took a while because I was like really morning sick
1: yeah all the time Right? Yeah, well, you had but, a lot um, going on when you moved
0: but uh generally I like to kind of just I get it feel done. like a little stir crazy Yes, which gives me the motivation and energy to just yes uh, unpack yeah. and I feel like when you start something like that you're like okay it let's do five. Like how do next you end? Box, Where next do you box, stop? Next box. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I got to get my kids props because not only were they such a big help when my mom was there packing, I mean, they were a mm-hmm. huge help. Like she put them to work and they went to work. Yeah. Um. I mean, even on moving
0: day when you guys came mm-hmm. and you know, yep, it, they were like, ready to take they're there, ready ownership to do stuff. over their rooms yeah, and figure they wanted... out their rooms.
1: I did. I let them with some supervision and help. Obviously. Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted them to feel like this was their space and they're responsible mm-hmm. for it and they can control it. And, you know, um, to the best of their ability I let them kind of you know they're going to put this here and that there and they're going to do this and that and I wanted them to have that I right. wanted them to feel that because I felt like if they make this decision over this is what they want this area to look like then I think they'll be more inclined to take care of it yeah we'll see how that works out but yeah <laughs> you know it was just uh, like were you
0: messy as a kid or it was very messy as me a kid. too and then I think you just hit like a s- yeah well, I think it's not. It's just that you don't want to pick up after yourself. Is that what it's, it is? I think you decide what like, when you pick up. Some people okay. like to pick up after themselves at the end once of the day, a week, or yeah, yeah, you're versus right. once a day, or right. versus at, like at the end of a project. So, mm-hmm. like, if I cook dinner, that's a project for me, and I like to clean up after myself. So
1: now I'm more that type of so person. So do you do you but clean a, as you go, or you clean at the end? I clean as I. As I go, okay. I'm a clean as I go. My husband is a clean at the end. I'm
0: kind of a clean in the at the beginning, yeah. And then keep clean, and then clean at
1: the end. I'm kind of like, let's just never be dirty, right? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Like
0: I'd like to say that I, like I just kind of clean up throughout. Yeah, you're going. Yeah,
1: right. So I am. I don't know if this is right or wrong, but. So Cadence, she's 10 and she really, really wants to help in the kitchen. She wants to be a part of it. Yeah. And so for me, that is one of those things where it stresses me out because I know I could do this more quickly without her, but it's important to bring her into it. And so for me, I'm having to be patient and that's a good exercise. Mm -hmm. And I want her to want to be a part of it. Right. Um. But what I'm what I'm realizing right this second as we're talking about this is that what I'm teaching her is that you clean as you go. Right. Like I'm she's like, what now? And I'm like, we'll deal with that knife. You have to
0: like (laughs) I think you have to like learn Mm -hmm. that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, some people are like, I clean up. When people are coming over, <laughs>
1: right? <laughs> you know, right? and that's just not me. And you know, my mom, if you had asked her when I was 10, what kind of person I would be, oh, yeah. she would say I'd be yes. that person. Oh, yes. 100%, my mom too. But yeah, I but am now
0: not. I don't know. You just you <laughs> grow out of it or something. I guess I don't know so. what that is. Well, and but not everyone grows out of it. So I guess right. it's just I don't know. We
1: We just did. I was very messy. I did not care what my room looked like. But so yeah. like now I'm at a point where I struggle to enjoy my time or myself if everything is cluttered and messy. Uh, yes. And maybe it's that now we're managing like you're managing two other people's space. I'm managing
0: Speaking of managing, I'm literally trying to make someone sit down. Yeah. Right and now. it's like not working.
1: <laughs> she will not sit down and it's really oh, it's really cute. I wish you guys could see it. Um I'm managing, like, five other people's and right. their belongings. And so maybe that's, like, the extra boost I needed to, like, make things clean. Right. I don't know. Yeah. But.
0: No, I had a friend that uh, she was like, yeah, one of the, like, a hard thing that you'll do is, like, start to give responsibility to your kids that they can't, like, do, do. as well as you. Mm-hmm. So you have to, like, yeah. let go yes. a little bit. Like, oh. That load of the dishwasher has really five bowls and <laughs> two plates yeah. and three forks in it. Yeah. Because they put everything in sideways. Right.
1: But Right. All right. It's totally <laughs> it's totally worth it though, because I will say over the last two and a half years, you know, going from my oldest kid being seven to now my oldest kid being ten. Right. There's this like it has been worth it because there's so many things I can trust to them now right? because I put the work in over the last couple of years. So like, you know, yesterday I asked Kate, I said, Hey, do you want to make, do you want to pack everybody's lunch? Yeah. And she wanted to, Yeah, she was like, yes. And I was like, great, go for it. And I knew I could trust her to do, yeah. to do it like 90% of what, how I would have done it. You know what right. I mean? And I can trust that. Right.
0: And you'll just continue to trust her more, more and more. more. At some point, there'll come an opportunity for her to watch her siblings. Right. You exactly. know, like.
1: And it's not that far off. I know it's going to happen in a blank. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, I don't, when we say it's not that far off, we don't mean like a month. Right. I'm but not doing that right now. Before I just mean you know like, it. before I know it, yes,
1: that's right. That's what I meant before you know it. <laughs> um, I yeah. just didn't want
0: anyone to <laughs> get on us and so be like, letting
1: kids- what's the appropriate
0: age to have a child stay home with your other kids? Yeah.
1: Don't ask me. I'm not your boss. But <laughs> no, she will. Because there's a six year deferential between she and January. Right. So There's definitely, and your kids
0: already have a very like, uh, like they care for each other, and
1: they do. It's so funny because other people tell me that. I guess when they leave the house, they really care for each other (laughs) because inside the house, it's every man for himself. (laughs) Okay, not quite every man for himself, but maybe I mean dramatic. That's how. Well,
0: you just, you're the one that sees them day in and day out.
1: It's so funny because on moving day, so my, the kids stayed with my parents Friday yeah. night. They had a, a little super sleepover. amazing sleepover. My parents basically took the kids from Las Vegas to Phoenix and kept them until uh, the next morning. And my dad wanted to make sure I knew. He was like, I just want you to know. Like, they were perfect angels like he wanted me to know that their behavior their attitude everything they were just respectful and on it and really there and then he he gets to my house and drops them off and I don't know what he saw or what happened because I was still a little out of it and Uh there was a lot going on but he goes man they weren't like this when you weren't (laughs) around (laughs) That's just That's the story the mom of every effect. mom's life. That is yes. the mom effect, 100%. And I just yeah. really laughed. Um,
0: well, yeah. Like, you know, Georgia's teething, and she's kind of whiny. But she was hanging out during Apologia Radio yesterday. She's hanging out with Matthew. Right. And she's doing great. Not crying, no whining. She's in a perfect mood. And then I she walk in. you, and it's over. To see if she's been doing all right. And then I go to leave, and she's like,
1: mm. Uh-huh. It's like
0: whining. Cue the whining.
1: One hundred percent. Just one hundred percent. That's
0: something special about moms, right?
1: Yeah. I mean I mean,
0: I also have a mom, so
1: I know how it is. <laughs> thank you, mom,
0: for being so patient. Thanks, Self sacrificing. <laughs> Everyone just call your mom and
1: call your mom and say thank you. It has it's been too long since you have and it's funny. It's it really is the circle of life. But um, Oh, I mean, here's another way that you know that my life has really changed. Or maybe I'm just really going through something right now and <laughs> I don't know it yet. But um, I, I am reading Sense and Sensibility right now.
0: Oh, I saw that someone sent you that. Yes. And um, I'm so happy for so you.
1: So Karen Swallow Pryor, we have had her on the show. Yeah. She wrote... She she just released these two beautiful volumes, Sense and Sensibility and Heart of Darkness, and she kind of she wrote like a reading and study guide for it. Oh, like okay. Built into the book. Um, and so she sent me, you know, copies because mm-hmm. I was sad. Right. <laughs> and we are very friendly with each other, yeah. and um, she knows that I have never been able to read Jane Austen and right. enjoy it, mm-hmm. and so. I think she's hoping that this reading guide and whatnot would yeah help me towards mm-hmm. that end and so she sent them and they are beautiful volumes I don't know if you I saw the picture it's really mm-hmm. they're really nice yeah um, and so I was stuck in bed for like three and a half weeks and I was like well I'm gonna start reading this yeah and I'm really enjoying it and I, I just think maybe it maybe it was the blood loss or the anemia <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my personality came back different. I don't know. <laughs> but like, I'm Something really enjoying Something about it. Jane
0: Austen now is just...
1: Hmm. I like feel I, a little giddy I really liked, when I read it.
0: I really liked Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. When I read it. Well, I, I wa- really enjoyed it.
1: I haven't. I haven't enjoyed it. Yeah. but But on that topic... One of the days, many, many all of March, basically that I was in bed. Uh huh. Um, I watched *Pride and Prejudice*, the uh, the 2005 Colin Firth
0: one or the oh the Keira Knightley one. The Keira Knightley one. Okay.
1: And I really enjoyed it.
0: I some people don't like that that uh. I liked that it. version of it, but I really actually enjoy
1: that. I was anemic movie. at the time, but I really enjoyed it. My husband came in, and he was like. What are you doing? (laughs) Like what is happening right now? And I was just like, Shh, I'm enjoying this. (laughs) So something weird has happened to me. Yeah. But she's softened, guys. I guess. (laughs) Something about I mean Yeah. Yeah. I feel
0: like I soften as I get older. It used to be so tough.
1: I know. Well, having kids. Oh
0: yeah. Having kids. It does a thing. I know that's a thing that people say, but like Then it happens to you and you're like I love like Like, I have a line with, like, a different line with true crime now. Uh huh. Like, um, and I do think you, like, you, when you first have them, you're Mm -hmm. a little more soft Mm -hmm. and then you sort of like build your toughness up again, Mm -hmm. you know? But Mm -hmm. it does change your, I don't know.
1: It changes a lot. I couldn't watch, even before I had her though, like, I, when you were pregnant,
0: I very well, even when I wasn't pregnant, like, I noticed as I got older. Yeah. I was just softer. Softening hmm
1: Yeah, I think that happens. Yeah. Maybe we just finally came out of our dark teenage moody time. Right. I yeah. don't know. Thank goodness.
0: Yeah, well I don't and I don't know, maybe like you just lose sort of a sense of cynicism at some point because you're not so you're not like thinking not that you're not thinking about the world, but you're like less like philosophical and like musing all the time, and for sure, like you're figured things out so you're not as curious, especially when you have right um like an objective standard right, and so I don't know, you're just not as like hardened to the no. world,
1: Mm-mm. but I really like seeing my parents as they're moving more into their uh-huh. the stage of their life, my parents. Your
0: dad is in a fun stage. My dad is the most fun he's ever I've been. really been enjoying your dad. My dad
1: <laughs> I cannot... He would kill me if I explained to you all the ways, all of these things. <laughs> but I would just like to say he has gotten so fun and just more and more fun the older he gets. And my mom, too. My mom's always been fun. My mom's always had a great sense of humor. Mm. But even she, I feel like she's loosening up yeah. so much and... Just, I love getting to see how they're changing, like, as they get into their grandparent, more into Mm -hmm. their grandparent years. And it's just been really enjoyable. And I'm like, it's making me reflect on, like, ways that maybe I need to change or grow or whatever. Or, like, what's around the corner for me? Yeah. Are my kids going to think I've drastically changed, you know? Or, I don't know. They might. They might.
0: At some point, I'm over
1: there reading Jane Austen. They might. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, before Mom's we gone soft, I know. Before we um, I guess end this rambling episode of random things. Um, do we have any thoughts? Which is just the point, kind of. The yeah, point of we're just episode, getting back just into, so into the seat here. I know it's been a while since we've talked to you guys. Um, I feel like it's, it's been a while since we've gotten to just chat. Right. Um, so it's nice. Um. Also, I feel so relaxed right now with my iced coffee and my kids with Imogen.
0: And like when you leave,
1: (laughs) I know you just get to drive. I get to just go home. home. It's crazy sauce. I'm so happy for you. It's (laughs) crazy. I know. I get to go to bed tonight in my bed. Yeah, and I have one now. It's not on the floor anymore. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. Eric built it. it I really liked it. It turned out really great. Good. My taste was. On, on that one but anyway <laughs> um do we have any thoughts we want to leave people with like all the stuff that's going on I know here's what I'm saying that was a really ambiguous question here's what I'm saying <laughs> a lot of people have a lot of opinions about coronavirus and how we're responding and what are right. what our moral oughts yeah are and um I, I actually waded into it briefly and I had a couple people who so misunderstood what I was saying that like we literally won't be friends anymore. Like right. I had someone follow me into my inbox and demand that I have this conversation with her. And I told her, I said, look, Um, I'm in bed. I just had surgery. Right. Um, I'm not saying what you think I'm saying, but I also don't want to continue having this back and forth with you because it's not fruitful at this point. And she would not stop badgering me. I mean, this was, I have never seen an adult behave this way before. Yeah. um, yeah, I've there's, seen a
0: lot of adults behaving in a way I say, that a I haven't of, seen. I've never
1: seen adults, it's, in some cases, behave the way that they're behaving right, right. now. Um, and it was all because she thought that I was saying that coronavirus, you know, is no big deal.
0: Well, that's because that's always the... Well, and it goes both ways. Like... You can't just assume that someone's saying the coronavirus is no big deal. And you also don't want to assume people are just saying it's the biggest deal of all time. Right. Um, it's not the end some of the people, world. I think a lot of people are just trying to have like a balanced view on it. Yeah. Um, but the assumption is that if anyone weighs in, mm-hmm. which is the world we live in, if you can't handle people weighing in uh-huh. then you need to quarantine yourself for quarantine a while. yourself because this is the from t- social media we especially have, we live in an opinion society yep. like people are always giving their opinions yep. in a, a biting way in a funny way whatever in a nice thoughtful way like right. whatever that's just the type of world we live in you know right Um, and I also just want to say for believers and unbelievers alike your staying home right now will not save you. That's right. Um,
1: it will not save you. Having
0: opinions on mm-hmm. whether you should stay home mm-hmm. or not will not save you. That's right. Um, quitting your job won't save won't you. Save you. Mm-hmm. And this is crazy, but it's true. <laughs> you could directly... Mm-hmm. And intentionally save someone else's life mm-hmm. from the coronavirus, mm-hmm. and it would still not save you. That's right. So
1: why? What, I think some people are like, "Why are you saying this?" We right. know that. Well, we're saying it because a lot of people are living as though their justification depends upon right. a certain kind of behavior. It's the world, signaling. especially, yeah. is yeah. is living as though basically the clean and unclean person right now the clean person is the one that's quarantined and the unclean person is the one who you know went out to the grocery store (laughs) hates (laughs) everyone
0: and wants people to die right
1: yeah I just think you know so for some people this time can be used to get stuff done around the house Mm -hmm. a lot of people are enjoying it a lot of people don't have the privilege of being able to enjoy it right? because they've lost their work. It's very stressful, Mm -hmm. you know, and I, so everybody's, there's a whole range of experience here and we don't want to discount any of that. I don't really think you guys need advice right now. I think if you need to hear anything, it's just that God is on his throne Mm -hmm. and what does it look like for you to be faithful in this? Right. Because it's not going to be the same for everybody. Yeah. Um,
0: like some some people have the privilege of basically being like, how do I remain faithful in this essentially um, vacation that right. I've been given? Right. For some to people To spend it time is. with my family. Right. And some people are struggling with like, how do I remain faithful when... M- myself and my husband have lost work or we have no whatever we don't have income we can't right
1: and now or people you know their kids are losing their insurance their kids have medical issues they have there's all kinds of things or kids
0: that were in school that now all of a sudden are home I'm like we my like we maintain our jobs but now we're also Mm -hmm. taking care of our kids all day and schooling them and And what is school gonna look like yeah. yeah
1: so there's all kinds of things I don't I don't think that the there are people making these very general statements that I think are not helpful of just like, right. you know and, and then of course you have the virtue signalers who are like, hey, just so you guys know, if you're not having a good time, it's okay. Not everybody can have a good time in quarantine. Right. Don't be offended if there are people that are having a good time in quarantine. Right. Don't be that person. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of those people. There's enough of those people right. out there, the world's doing it for us. Yeah. I just think, you know, the question, the question that Abigail Dodds <laughs> gave me, <laughs> is a good question to think through this time. What does it look like to be somebody in living in this time through this thing that's grounded in the Word? Because it's not going to look like the world. Right. It's not going to look like a lot of things. Yeah. Um. So whatever it is for you and whatever situation God's put you in, you know, be faithful in it and maybe stay off social media a little bit more than usual. <laughs> That might help, well, you. yeah,
0: I think the <laughs> yeah, you're more likely to run into issues if you increase social media time, yeah, as opposed because <laughs> some people have all day now, right to
1: right, right.
0: I mean, welcome to the world to where some people out. already were on the internet all day, right, causing dissension or whatever,
1: right. God is still on his throne, yep, yeah. and. Don't listen to the, the social medias. Just yeah. don't do it. That's yeah. all I have to say.
0: Me too. Yeah. There's not really like, I'm not really, obviously, this is not one of those things that's not my business. <laughs> but right. I think that families should still be able to make decisions.
1: Yeah, me too. For themselves, try to be
0: mm-hmm. measured. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't want to be a super Debbie Downer, but I do think a lot of people aren't thinking that far into the future and this we are living in a time. I keep telling my kids and this is such a me thing to say, I get it that just like, Hey guys, you're gonna remember this. Yeah. Like you're going to tell your kids about this time. Right. Um, so bookmark it in your brain. Yeah. Um, because you're, this is, this is historical. Like I, nothing like this. No, we haven't had an outbreak since like, the internet happened since mm-hmm. technology really united the world and how yeah. people all over the world are dealing with this thing. Yeah. And, um, it is historical and it is crazy and I'm definitely not trying to downplay it. I think I already survived it, but that's another episode. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's impossible to know because I mean, we're still relatively right. new to the situation. So yep. it really is impossible to know. Um, so, you know, just give each other grace and that we're making the best, right. So if someone is being a little too lax and they're going to regret it later, like that's so be it. Right. If someone's being too careful and they have to and God they realize they need to this. get rid of their fear. Right. Uh, so be it. You know, like there's right. going to be mm-hmm. a lot of th- we're all. St- Still humans.
1: (laughs) I think the fear factor is exposing how much we think we're in control of. Right. And I think the anger at other people is exposing how much we think we're in control of. Yeah. I think most people go through their lives thinking that other people's choices don't really impact them. Right. But that's not true. Right. And it's so interesting how right now what you're hearing is, you know, it's the opposite of my body, my choice. Yeah. It's like it's not your choice this is what you're obligated to do this is how you love your neighbor and it's like really interesting to Mm -hmm. hear um and i have a lot of thoughts on that but i'm gonna spare you guys i don't really care at this moment can i be honest i don't i'm so tired of this conversation aren't you
0: anything that we've said here today you've already heard you've
1: right like it's just like just go be faithful (laughs) yeah just go do that um please do Hit us up on Facebook. I'm going to talk to you guys about Book Club this week. So you want to be following us on Facebook because that's where that information is going to be. Or you can just head over to patreon.com theologians right now and sign up for Book Club. I'm going to have more information there as well. I think you guys are really going to benefit from this book and benefit from the community and reading it with us. So that's all I have for that. Do you have anything else? Nope. All right, guys. That is it for this week. And we'll see you next week. See yeah. you.
0: Of creation. Oh my soul praise him for he is the health and salvation.